Yeah, I'ma need that gold metal map, black shit on the whip. Hit them drums, nigga. Iris in a six with the wrist, about to switch, no assist, never miss with the drip. And I'm about to go and do some shit they know I never did. I'm with the boys, making a noise. This is the, uh, this is the toy, second of choice, end of the story. We're already gone, I'm swimming up play. Niggas are not, I'm flying the sun, I'm gone, no money, you never know. I'm out of blood, and I'm out of blood, and we're about to blood, and we're about to blood. We the rats go, get killed, poor kids, running through the club. Tell them niggas start jumping At a warehouse party with the fuck shit Pull away the bass, made the shit sound rustic Mace to the face, riot gears in the closet Keep the city safe, keep the babies out the mosque Keep me out the party cause I'm too psychotic, yeah I'm with the boys, making a noise Tell me you're sorry I feel the same I'm with the boys, making a noise You gave me DMT straight from your heart I'm listening like orgasm. I'm a nutcase, baby. Put a lock on that bitch. You think I'm digging graves away? I'm putting rocks on my wrist. Young T-Man, taller when you see him. I'm all about them fruits and my greens like a vegan. Your talent couldn't put you in a spot where niggas be in. When I get that 20 bag, I swear to God that I'll be leaving. I might buy vanilla wave. I might buy some real estate. I might buy canary taxi, yellow diamond glitter flick. I might blow it all on something stupid. Wouldn't matter because I did not sign a dummy fucking deal like them at end of day. Got my white stripes. It's my icky thump. Got my heart broke. Once you pick it up. Needed time to heal, just like Nicky Buns. Bitch, I make it hard to breathe, like bitch, I kick the lung.
that was Jaden the Great. I mean, his name's not the Great, but <clears throat> I thought I'd throw that in there because that album is incredible. This is off of his um, Eris album that was Noise featuring Tyler, the creator. Welcome to another episode of the Reckless Effect podcast. I almost did three count podcast again. Anyway. So, this is the Reckless Effect Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, checking me out once more. Um, <clears throat> shout out to everybody out there in the world that's been listening, that's been sharing, that's been hitting me on the DM, hitting me up. Um, I really appreciate all your encouragement and positive words. And uh, I even appreciate the negative ones because um, there's only one way to go up. So, um, this episode is going to be a little different. Um, before I get into before I get into this episode, I want to send a rest in peace and condolences uh, to the Cameron boy to Cameron Boyce and his family. Um, he died at the age of twenty. Um, apparently, he uh, suffered through uh, epilepsy and uh, it hasn't been. He just uh, fell asleep and had a seizure and he passed away. And uh, it's uh, it's truly saddening. Him only being twenty years old. I remember seeing him not in the descendants like a lot of the kids have seen him in but um because my daughter saw it and she was pretty uh sad when she found out that he passed um but i saw him um on the lxd he was just a kid ripping it just ripping it and um it was amazing to watch him work it was amazing to see him just have so much love and so much positive energy and uh such a, an amazing talent so it's really sad to see him go and um my thoughts and prayers are with his family um i know he's heading up in heaven so um yeah man it's just uh, it's just sad it's just really sad but um it's uh oh damn i forgot um rest in peace to rip torn oh man that one hurt a little bit uh just because I love his work, and I think that he's a phenomenally funny, funny actor. Um, a lot of people have seen him in Men in Black. I loved him on uh, Dodgeball. Um, it's just it's just sad, man. It's just sad. All our stars, man. All our stars. But we move on, and we celebrate them through their art by watching their films, quoting their lines. Um, uh, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a <laughs> dodgeball. <laughs> so sad but um rest in peace to both those gentlemen and um let's get the show cracking um the thing i really want to centralize my uh podcast on today is on love and um in in different aspects of of that um yeah because i feel like love is so powerful but missing in a lot of people and, and a lot of things um so i thought Let's have this conversation. And it all actually started from a tweet that I saw. And I'm going to get into that, but I want to wait until the end um, because I feel like that's the one thing that um, is really important to see and to note. Um, it, it, I think it's going to be a good one. But let's start off with Nicki Minaj. Uh, Nicki pulled out of the Saudi show. Um, what was kind of crazy to me was the fact that she was going to do it in the first place. Um, and I had plenty of reasons why I, why she shouldn't. But let's, let's, de let's dive into a little bit of it. But um, 
But anyway, Nicki Minaj, if you don't know, was um, scheduled to headline a, the Saudi Arabia show, uh, Jeddah's World Fest. Um, it was a really big deal for her to perform because the kingdom has a very ultra-conservative ultra uh, waves and they're um, coming off slowly of decades of restriction on entertainment. Um, but as much as we can praise her and be upset at the same time, we have to recognize um, the bigger picture in this. With uh, Saudi Arabia and their views on women, gays' rights, um, and uh, speaking out against the government and how they or speaking out against the, uh, the kingdom, basically. I mean, we saw what happened to Jamal Khashoggi, and it was a very tragic and uh, very telling situation of who they are as uh, individuals, as um, that that old way of living is completely wrong and outdated, but they will hold themselves to that standard and to that, um, and to that those ideals. Um, the human rights activists who begged Nikki to reconsider given the country's history of human rights violations and um, it's to, to go into just a small portion of it. There's a woman right now in, in prison for um, speaking out against the government, wanting to see change for women, see change for uh, all people that live in, that live in the, the kingdom. And what's crazy to me is that Jeddah, they're, Pushing Jeddah as the most progressive city that they're trying to do more and that they're allowing more people to come out like the WWE, um, more entertainment to come out, especially like someone like Nicki Minaj coming out and being a woman and being as uh, flashy and flamboyant as she is, being that um, that energy that, that she can put out there into the world, it would be an amazing thing for her to be there because then... Uh, women everywhere, little girls everywhere in that country will see that and believe that they too can be able to do what she's doing, wear what she's wearing, and become something more of themselves. So I see that bigger picture in it, and I'm all for that. I really am all for that. But the problem is, is that they're not going to make that change immediately for the people. The show is was scheduled be for the people but it's not really for all people and that's my big thing about it it's it's setting up a lie it's showing the world a lie rather than the whole truth they want to shut down whatever um, people are are speaking out against it and trying to show what's actually going on in the country it's showing all the bad i mean they put out a video of this woman driving for the first time and People are supposed to be like, oh my god, yes, it's finally happening, oh my god. And it's like, yo, she just drove up the block, and that's only, as big as that is, and I'm not negating it, it's very small in the grand scheme of things. Because the goal is to make the country better, make the country um, more, more inept to, to the change that's happening across the entire world. Uh, Women today are making so much of a noise that it's it's a it's a ripple, man. Like it's a what that can do for her to be on stage with is a drop in the bucket compared to like what is actually needed for for the country. Women are doing such amazing things now. What's crazy is that it's not even like women are just now doing like amazing shit. It's women have been doing amazing shit for decades 
we're just recognizing it now on the grand scheme of things. We're now seeing so much more. I mean, we celebrate RBG um, so much that she has like 11 movies after her. You know, we celebrate like someone like uh, Serena Williams, uh, Venus Williams. We celebrate Beyonce. We celebrate all these women that are making actual big moves in entertainment. But then when it comes to like politics and stuff, we're seeing it now on a grander scale and it's a big and beautiful thing um saudi arabia is, is trying to show that they're that they're along the same path but it's moving slowly way too slowly and i feel like it's not going to get where they are promising it to be they're saying 10 years we're gonna see all these things now it's two years ago wwe was the biggest thing to come over there and they were still not allowed to have women perform. So to have Nicki Minaj come out and they say, yes, we will allow her to perform, it's a big deal. And honestly, even though she reconsidered and she's pulled and she pulled out of the concert, I feel like it would be better suited if she actually did perform. I know I'm like bouncing back and forth on this, but um, that's just the way that my mind is working on this. I feel as though that <clears throat> even though it's a small thing, it's a big deal. It's a big deal because her performance, it could actually spark the mind that will push and fight on to create more equality in that country for women. And then it'll lead to more things. It'll lead to um, a lot more, maybe riots, maybe um, like anything. It will lead to something. It will spark that mind. And um, her pulling out, it's great, not gonna lie, it is great. But I think her doing it would be a bigger statement. We need that, they need that. The love that she can put out there with that uh, performance, whatever it would have been, um, even if they gave her the restrictions, like you can't wear this, you can't say this, um, her being there and performing is huge. Small, yeah, because it's not gonna change anything overnight, but it's huge for them. And they could change. Uh, it, like I said, it could spark the mind that will change everything. One woman out there will see her and think, as much as I love my country, things do need to change. So we'll see what happens like going forward. But um, I'm not mad at her for doing it. I'm not mad at her for doing it because she wants to show support for women's rights, gay rights, and freedom of expression. Um after careful, uh, this is a quote from her. Um, after consider, after careful reflection, I have decided to no longer move forward with my scheduled concert at Jetta World Fest. While I want nothing more than to bring my show to fans in Saudi Arabia, after better educating myself on the issues, I believe it is important to make, or for me to make clear my support for the rights of women, the LGBTQ community, and freedom of expression. Um, the Human Rights Foundation issued a statement last week calling for Nikki and other performers to pull out of the show. In Saudi Arabia, the gender segregation between single men and women is still enforced in many establishments, including restaurants, coffee shops, public schools, and universities. But other rules have loosened with women now allowed to drive and attend events in sports stadiums. Jetta World Fest, which in line with Saudi laws, is an alcohol and drug-free event. It is open to people 16 and older and will take place at the uh, King Abdullah sports stadium in the red sea city other performers included to um 
include former One Direction member Liam Payne and DJ Steve Aoki. Saudi organizers said the concert will be a broadcast globally through MTV. The Kingdom is also promising quick electronic visas for international visitors who want to attend. Over the past several months, the Kingdom has been um, has seen performances by Mariah Carey, Erika Iglesias, the Black Eyed Peas, and Sean Paul. Um, like I said, I agree with her wanting to pull out, but I also wouldn't be mad if she did it. I feel as though that, again, it would be great for the people, and especially at that age. Look at that, 16, 16 and older. How many kids are going to attend there? How many minds will be blown and will be inspired by what they see? Um, like, not going to front. I mean, Sean Paul going, that's more money. Uh, Mariah Carey going, that was money. Uh, Enrique Iglesias, Black Eyed Peas, money and love. I, I see Black Eyed Peas going there for, for love, but, I mean, money. But I, I still see, and them going through um, MTV or broadcasting globally through MTV, that's a big deal. Um, because even though that King Abdullah um, sports stadium is huge and absolutely beautiful, um, I just think that it would be good if she went. And I'm not mad that she didn't, so... We'll see what happens with the performances um, and who's performing. Um, I mean, it should be. I mean, it should be a good show. I mean, Steve Aoki's dope, but we'll see what actually comes from that performance. And uh, yeah, so I guess shout out to her. Um, but speaking of shows, um, there's a excuse me, there's a festival that's happening in Detroit called the Afrofuturist um, Festival. And they're under fire because they wanted to charge white people $20 and black people 10 Well, people of color, 10 <clears throat> I have so many mixed thoughts on this. Um, mostly because um, I'm not complaining about a discount. <laughs> I'm not. Um, because Mainly because white people have been systemically oppressing black people for many, many moons. And... It's amazing to me whenever I see things that go against white people, they want to have this huge thing and they want to scream reverse racism or that's racist or shouldn't do that. And it's like when it affects you, you want to complain. But when it and then you scream all lives matter. But when it affects all the other lives, you're silent. You don't give a shit. It's not your problem. It's whatever. Or when you hear uh, black people, there's more black people in poverty and um, impoverished neighborhoods and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, they should pick themselves up by the bootstraps and go get a job or go hustle, go work hard. And it's like, that's what I did. It's like, no, well, you have advantages. Hello. I mean, you're right. You have more of an advantage to be able to get those jobs, to be able to get those loans, to be able to move yourself and your family out of neighborhoods. Um, and that's something that we can't ignore and that's that's a reality and i know white people that are that i'm really close to like my homie colby shouts out to colby um he's from boston and i love that dude i love him like a brother that is my brother and we have differing views on how like how things are in the world and he challenges me and i challenge him back the one thing that we can agree on is that there are problems in this world that exist mainly because of the disadvantages of people of color and those disadvantages are solely based on generations of bullshit that have 
come down before. I mean, there's all these things that happened during slavery, all of these things that we're still feeling the effects of today. Breeding, you know, breeding us like we're cattle to be able to be bigger and stronger and faster. You know, breeding us to be this way so we can work harder. Not teaching us how to read, making sure that we don't know how to read and write to keep us dumb, to keep us needing them. And we still feel that today. We have more people that are, that are saying, we have more black people that are saying, and I've heard this a lot, I'm the first in my family to go to college. I'm the first in my family to graduate high school. I'm the first in my family to own my own business. I'm the first in my family to do this and to do that. And it's happening more and more, and, or I'm hearing that a lot. And people in my age group are the ones that I've heard it from, the ones that uh, came after me. I'm hearing that less. And it's a great thing to hear, but you, I'm still hearing it, you know? We want to be able to get to an even playing field, and I'm never mad at when black people want to do right by black people. I'm never mad at that. The crazy thing to me is that when black people want to do right by black people, and they want to like give that money or keep the money circulating in black communities, um, they are buying black or banking black, and shout out to One United. Um, if they're doing all of these things, why is it that white people feel like it's not all, I want to stress that, not all white people, like not all white people are bad, not all cops are bad, um, but they're, it's a vast majority, I feel, that, that always have a problem when black people are being black. And I mean that in the sense of like, we're supporting each other, we're uplifting, we're um, making sure that black people are taken care of first, you know? Um, we're taking care of our own. When that happens, white people, like if not all, have a problem with it. So this, in this vein, do I, am I angry at this? No. Do I support it? Kind of. I do support the idea of giving black people the opportunity to put black money into black businesses, into black festivals, into black things, and keeping the money within the community. I get it. And also, because of the, the wage gap, from blacks to whites, why not give our people a discount? Why not give the ancestors of the people who started hip hop, give them the opportunity to be able to get in to these shows and be hip hop, feel hip hop, live hip hop, love hip hop. Whenever you go to a hip hop show like Jay-Z's or um, Kodak Black's or, any, or J. Cole, what do you see when you look out there? You don't see a ton of black people. You see a ton of white people. White people are able to afford those concerts and those shows. Black people can't. Black can't. So when that happens, it makes you think. They're the ones, white people are the ones that are able to afford the concerts and absorb the culture and take from the culture. Black people, it's harder for them to go to the show and absorb the culture that they are descendants of its creation, of its creators. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't have a lot of the hip hop shows that we have. Like we wouldn't have hip hop choreography, uh, break dancing, crump, um, all of those things that we celebrate and love on our shows and our concerts. We wouldn't have any of that if it wasn't for the originators, the creators of it, and they were all black. And then when it was all black people at these parties, and then white people started catching on, and they know that they can make money from it, and they started making it and marketing it to try to cross over into pop. And once that happened, once that happened on DMC, MC Hammer, when that happened, let's throw a white guy in the mix and see what happens. Vanilla Ice, Beastie Boys, 
then you get all these college white kids coming in on to all these shows and then you start seeing less and less and less and less black and then it becomes harder for us to even be able to get into these shows we will pay as much as we can because we have to budget to make sure that we can get into these shows i know a white girl that was like oh i spent all this money to go to to go see drake and i'm like yo i can't even spend that <laughs> and that's that's a harsh reality so if i'm i'm mad at being charged half off uh, compared to white people no i'm not mad but i do understand that if we're bitching and complaining about equality we should also enforce it period am i mad at the discount no do i still feel like everything should be equal yes both two things can be true and and this situation is one of the big things but if we're inviting people into our because black people are so inviting we really are if we're asking for equality we're fighting for equality we just want to matter we just want to fucking matter that's the bar you know want to matter if that's the case then we should be giving that same energy out so again i'm not mad at the discount but everything if we're preaching equality it should be equal all around it's all about being love giving love sharing love spreading love it's it's love period and we are one of those cultures that are forgiving we are inviting we are loving this isn't the thing to do it and i do feel like their idea was yeah if white people want to get in because they try to take everything else from us they're gonna have to pay double now i'm wondering though how many white people was like fuck it i'm gonna do it and they spent that money anyway like i, I really want to know or if you know so many black people quote unquote have one of them buy the fucking ticket and then just get on in 10 bucks yeah i get the i, I get the emotion and the anger behind it and the frustration but you can't be hypocrites in this situation you can't because on one hand you can't be hypocrites to where we're asking for equality and we're not giving it and on the other hand we can't be bitching about the high prices and the mistreatment of of white people if, if i'm white like i can't be bitching and, com and complaining about this as a white person saying yeah you can't charge me double for that that's fucked up when you're not acknowledging the bullshit that your ancestors may have done or your friends or people you may know that are white that are racist or that are prejudiced or that are um continuing on with the oppression of black and brown people it has to be love all around how i feel so I'm, that's all i'm saying with that um next thing i wanted to get into was congratulations to the u.s women's national team for winning um the copa cup like holy shit that is amazing that is fucking phenomenal and the crazy thing is people were glued glued to this they were I'm getting tweets. I'm like getting text messages. Yo, you watched the game. And it's not even just from women that are telling me this. And men are sitting there watching. And I'm like, yo, I remember, I remember watching when I was a kid. And I cared more about, like, fuck Landon Donovan. And uh, I mean, he's phenomenal. Like, don't get me wrong. But forget all of those, the men's team. I'm over here watching me and him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm a huge fan, so it's it's still amazing to me. So anyway, they beat the Netherlands uh, 2-0, making it their fourth World Cup World Cup title. Um, Megan Rapone, uh, Rapone, or 
pronouncing her name wrong, uh, the team's co-captain spoke out about the team's victory and said, it's surreal. I don't know how to feel right now. It's ridiculous. It's surreal. I don't know how to feel right now. It's ridiculous. Like, And she has been absolutely amazing and completely outspoken when the whole tournament began. Her immediate words out into the world where when she was asked if she'd go, she's like, no, fuck no. Fuck no. We wouldn't even be invited. I was like, okay, I like her. There's something going on here, and I can't wait to get into that. So what I want to play right now is something that she said um, at the parade, um, at the end of the, the, the parade that they have for the national champions. So let's get into that. This is my charge to everyone. We have to be better. We have to love more, hate less. We got to listen more and talk less. You got to know that this is everybody's responsibility. Every single person here, every single person who's not here, every single person doesn't want to be here, every single person who agrees and doesn't agree. It's our responsibility to make this world a better place. I think this team does an incredible job of taking that on our shoulders and understanding the position that we have and the platform that we have within this world. Yes, we play sports. Yes, we play soccer. Yes, we're female athletes, but we're so much more than that. You're so much more than that. You're more than a fan. You're more than someone who just supports sports. You're more than someone who tunes in every four years. You're someone who walks these streets every single day. You interact with your community every single day. How do you make your community better? How do you make the people around you better? Your family, your closest friends, 10 closest people to you, 20 closest people to you, the most 100 closest people to you. It's every single person's responsibility. There's been so much contention in these last years. I've been a victim of that. I've been a perpetrator of that. Our fight with the Federation, sorry for some of the things I said, not all of them. But it's time to come together. This conversation is at the next step. We have to collaborate. It takes everybody. This is my charge to everybody. Do what you can. Do what you have to do. Step outside yourself. Be more, be better, bigger than you've ever been before. This team is any representation of what you can be when you do that. Please take this as an example. This group is incredible. We took so much on our shoulders to be here today, to celebrate with you today. And we did it with a smile. So do the same for us. Please, I ask you. New York City, get them. I just gotta say, I love that woman. Hands down. And what she's speaking is true. We need unity. Unity. How crazy of an idea. How crazy of an idea. Spreading love instead of hate, instead of bullshit, instead of lies, instead of, you know, just downright just dickhead shit. Like, come on. Like, uh, this is the time where we're supposed to be, um, be one and recognize someone for who they are and what they can bring to your life there is absolutely no reason to hate anyone unless they wronged you in the worst way and even then forgive them i have someone that i will never speak to ever again in life ever and someone brings up this person's name and they're like yo what's up with so-and-so oh fuck that dude uh i won't talk to him ah we're good and I forgave, even though he pissed me off and he did some terrible shit to me, I forgave him because the, um, the, the apology or the forgiveness is not for that person. It's more for you. It's more for yourself. And I had to learn this and keep this energy. And I believe it to be true and to be helpful. There's absolutely no reason or no, no reason to hate someone or to push someone to the point of like, I hate you, I don't like you. There's no point of carrying that negative energy at all. No point. Because it only tears you down. 
And there's no reason to hate someone based off of the color of their skin, their sex, their, their race, their gender, whatever. Like, there's no reason to sit there and say, I won't talk to that person. I don't want to be around that person because they're gay, because they're black, because they're Mexican, because they don't speak English, because they don't do this, because they're not this. Like, shut the fuck up, because there's absolutely no reason at all to hate on another person and discredit their ability to offer something to you because everyone in this world has the ability to teach you something. It is up to you to sit there and absorb the lesson, good or bad, because every everything is a lesson. Everything can help. Everything can build. This country was built on the backs of black people, harvested by the people of color from uh, from Mexicans uh, built by white people like the automotive industry uh, fucking all the fruits and veggies that we want to eat all the farms and it takes a whole bunch of people from different backgrounds to be able to do all these things for us to be able to sit there and enjoy each other and thank each other for the contributions at their brothers, sisters, grandmothers, grandfathers, aunts and uncles, and, and their ancestors have been able to accomplish and do to bring for us to have comfort. Think about that. Like, that's, ins that's, that's a beautiful thing. And it's insane to me to hate someone purely based off of one thing that is completely different from yours. And that's sad. I have white friends, Mexican friends, Asian friends. I have friends and people that I know from all walks of life and I give them the opportunity to teach me to show me something because I cannot live this life in thinking that my way is the only way thinking that my people are the only people that have gone through shit when it's not true we've all gone through some things all gone through some terrible terrible things why not sit next to someone and absorb them absorb what their energy and their their teachings i wouldn't be who i am today and pretty and for real none of us would be who we are today if it wasn't for the the people that's around us that have taught us something Let's keep it a being so we need to share and be the love that we are hoping to receive we can't receive anything if we are not willing to give it you know what i'm saying so it starts with us we shouldn't look outward to be able to help us share that love. It starts with us. And pay these goddamn women. God damn. Like, pay them. What the, it blows my fucking mind that they had more viewership than the men. They brought in like 14.8 million viewers in that final. Like, I think it was two times more than, than the men. Come on. And yeah, there might have been some controversy but with, um, with Megan. But at the same time, does it really matter? Because the women have consistently been better, not only in uh, sports, uh, not only in soccer, but been better, period. It came to, um, when it comes to the numbers, more people will watch the women play than the men. More people are invested in the women than the men. More girls are going out there learning to play soccer and to be soccer players because they want to be like Mia Hamm. They want to be like Brandy uh, Chastain. They want to be like Megan. Like, they want to be like Hope. Like, all of those people that came before them, they want to be them. And they get paid significantly less than the men. If you're bringing in those numbers, damn.
I mean, yes, the women in the WNBA also deserve more of a pay raise. Nobody's looking out for the WNBA because it's, quote, not exciting. It's like, maybe you should watch full season. Maybe you'll get invested. Back when uh, the Monarchs were here in Sacramento, everyone was watching the Monarchs game. Everyone. Until the decline of the WNBA started to happen all around. But everyone wanted to watch because it was exciting. Ruthie Bolton Holyfield, uh, Teacher Pinachero, like we were, we're invested. So, hey, these women. The WNBA, need, they, they also deserve that same uh, praise. I understand that it's a numbers game, and at the end of the day, if you're not bringing in numbers, you're not bringing in um, investors' advertisements, then we can't pay you. Like, I get it. NBA is exciting. NBA is the is America's sexiest sport. <laughs> there isn't a football player that is make you know, we're not looking for, you know, the Dak Prescott ones or, you know, the jerry rice 18s you know what i'm saying like we're not looking out for those but we are looking out for the lebrons we are looking out for the mellows but not really um we are looking out for the jordans so anyway long story short pay those women and shout out to the american team that that's an amazing an amazing feat um greatest in the world now let's get on some because that's some fuck shit not them not being paid but let's get into some other fuck shit a youtube employee calls the police on a black man simply because he's fucking black and waiting for a friend outside of his apartment building um it's it blows my mind just how sad that shit is that we're at a point we're, we're at a point in this world where we still can't we can't simply just exist anywhere we can't fucking stand outside or stand inside of a building waiting for a friend to either come down or to come by to come pick us up we can't fucking comply like i've said this plenty of times over and over and over and um i don't want to get to a point where we're ever feeling like like it's just normal it's the new normal like because it's not it, it shouldn't be it's not normal we're human beings on this planet and we should all be treated as such but the fact is that we're not and the quicker more people recognize that shit because when you call the police on someone, when you call the police on a black person for doing anything, there is the chance that this person could die. There is the chance. I see more white people be more destructive towards police and get arrested than get killed. You, you don't see it. You don't see it as often. Um, it's just sad. And shit needs to change. And what really broke my heart was hearing the guy who called the police his son saying, and I quote, Daddy, please, I don't like this. I think he's right. Hang up. I think he's right. That's, and you're just looking, ah, I don't give a fuck, son. Doing this for your own good. Like, come on. What was he doing? Just, come on. That's just, it's just insane to me. I don't even want to really get into, like, the depth of that. But it is insane to me to think that, um, that in this day and age, we can't even fucking exist. It's, it's just, that's just dumb shit. It's just dumb. We shouldn't be able to. No, it's just dumb. I'm not going to get into that shit. It's just dumb. And um, I hope YouTube does the right thing and fires this man. So we're not going to boycott YouTube. No one is even going to fix their mouth to say that. <laughs> not a single one. Because we all know what YouTube can bring. YouTube brings money. It brings entertainment. Like, no, they're not. The YouTube is too goddamn big. More people are on YouTube than watch live TV. So there's no way that anyone is going to say, we're going to boycott. 
But YouTube should do the right thing and let this man go because he racially profiled somebody and put his life at risk. Enough said. So let's get that fucking idiot out of here. Speaking of getting fucking idiots out here, out of here, what the fuck is wrong with people nowadays? Uh, a man was arrested, and I, I, I really can't even believe I'm saying this, was arrested for licking ice cream and putting it back in a copycat video. The original video that went out was of a girl licking some Bluebell ice cream and putting that shit back. When police ended up tracking her down, they realized, oh, you're a minor, so we're going to put this in a juvenile situation. Um, when it comes to a kid doing dumb shit, it's like, you're a kid. You don't, you don't fucking know better. You think that this shit is funny and whatever. But when you're a grown-ass man, when you're 36 years old and you're copying the fucking video of a 16-year-old, get you the fuck out of here. He was arrested for licking ice cream and putting it back into the store's freezer. Um, turns out the copycat video was all a prank. When management became aware of the video, uh, the man whose name is uh, Lenise Martin was reportedly returned, or re reportedly returned to the store to prove he purchased it. Um, Lenise has been charged with, and I can't believe this is an actual crime, Criminal mischief and unlawful posting of criminal activity for notoriety and publicity. God damn. That is an actual crime? Unlawful posting of criminal activity for notoriety and publicity. I'm all for it. Let's get the rest of these fuck niggas out of here. Because the next thing that I saw um, scrolling on my timeline, minding my own business, trying to live my best life, made me throw up like immediately there's a, a video of this white man and i really hope they find this son of a bitch um who hawked a fucking loogie in a bottle of arizona iced tea are you fucking kidding me this was disgusting as fuck i could not believe what the fuck i just saw i, I couldn't believe it who in their right minds think that this shit is funny who thinks that this is like the thing to do this is a trend that is as stupid and as fucked up as people eating Tide Pods. That shit was stupid. This is fucking stupid. How it, there is no longer any individuality because everyone wants to follow a trend. I don't get it. How can, and people are trying to say, oh, I'm trying to one-up this person. Like, the, the thought process, oh, I'm going to one-up them. I'm going to spit in a fucking bottle of Arizona iced tea. And then another dumb fuck is going to be seeing this, and they're going to think, oh, you know what? Hmm, I'm going to take a shit, get some shit on my fingers, and I'm going to go up to every can of fucking soda, and I'm going to wrap my finger around the brim of it. Or I'm going to put it on the... I'm going to put it on the tab so whenever they, like, put their nose to it to take a drink, they smell a shit. Like, come on, son. Like, is this what you're doing with your life? Is, does, it, does this give your life meaning? Like, now that this is a fucking thing, criminal mischief and unlawful posting of criminal activity for notoriety or publicity. Now that this is a fucking thing, like a real thing that I'm actually reading, it's time to get everybody out of here. It's time to make... And make this dude, a Lanise Martin, a fucking, make him the poster child of fuck shit to not do. Because you will face heavy consequences. Um, it's, it's just ridiculous nowadays. The things that people are doing for clout. For clout. 
just so you can get what all those likes just so you can get those followers just so you can get some type of attention some type of focus some type of like energy your way why why if you have a talent if you're good at something that should be the thing that you're pushing not some bullshit like that one dude uh bunk and he would run in and just steal shit i was working one day at a store and these kids come in and they're buying some shit they're doing some shit and um they run in and grab all this stuff and scream bunk gang and run the fuck out all on camera and they thought that shit was funny and then they came back and then they said oh it was just all for a video here's all the stuff sorry about that you know we just just trying to get i was like are you fucking kidding me you guys are fucking idiots you guys are fucking dumb this is the shit that people are doing because they think that because one person did it and it got him acclaim that it's gonna get it's gonna work for you too oh some of y'all is gonna either get knocked out or they're going to jail or some other fuck shit like no this is not the fucking wave. This is not the wave. And I'm sick of people going out of their way to do fuck shit like this. And like I, like I just said, there is no individuality if your idea of it is to follow the trend. Say that one more time. There is no individuality when your idea of it is to follow the trend. If you're following the trend, you are someone else. You are not you. If you have a talent, if you have drive if you have something that you're fucking good at let that be your driving force not following what everyone else is doing because then you lose you and now you're lumped into all those other people that are doing fuck shit because what if this kid that us uh, spit into that uh arizona iced tea bottle what if he was actually like an amazing fucking skateboarder and he had a sponsorship then this video comes out and then people find then his sponsors pull out no one wants to work with them again. Now you lost all your shit just because you wanted to do some fuck shit. And now you're trying to climb back to where you were or where you could have gone. But it's hard because you wanted to be funny and do what everyone else is doing. This is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous and bonkers. And I just, I, I don't condone this shit. This is not, this is not the way. This is not the fucking way. Um, yeah. So before I get into uh my big thing that I'm thinking about, um, reckless thought of the day. Um, so I want to play this joint, um, mostly because, well, I think you'll figure it out when you hear it. Um, this is Tupac's Do For Love.
to get to the daddy. Don't want to fall for it. But in the space, what could I do? So now I'm back to making promises to you. Trying to keep it true. What if I'm wrong? A chick to keep me holding on. Trying to be strong in the process. Keep it going. I'm about to lose my composure. I'm getting close to packing up and leaving notes. And getting ghosts. Tell me who knows. A peaceful place where I can go. To clear my head. I'm feeling low. Losing control. My heart is saying leave. But what a tangle where we weave. When we conspire to conceive. And now you're getting balls at the house. Guess you're cheating. That's all I need to hear. Cause I'm leaving. I'm out the door. Never no more when you see me. This is the end. Cause now I know you've been cheating. I'm a you sucker for love. Yeah, so that was Tupac's Do For Love. So, first off, I want to start off by shouting out two people uh, that kind of helped inspire this idea um, or this thought that I had. Uh, uh, first, I want to shout out Nat, Natalie. Um, that It was your tweet that actually sparked the idea. And um, so I want to say thank you for that and shout out to you. And then uh, Martina. Um she has a blog out right now called um, My Little Brother Hates Me dot blog. So go to that um, My Little Brother Hates Me dot blog. Go and um, check out her blog and her first entry because that was fire, and I literally like loved every second of it. Um, 
And she said that she's going to probably do like at least once a week. I said that she should do at least twice a week. Um, it might be therapeutic for her. And uh, so far, her that first post has been doing well. So uh, shout out to you. Um, shout out to both of you. And I'm, I'm really glad that um, at the same time that I was like looking for content, that you two happened to drop these gems of like beautiful things. One was some weird shit, and the other one was just like phenomenally written. And um, I enjoyed getting into the mind of you, Martina. So thanks for that. And Natalie, I can't believe that you saw some shit like that. But let me get into it because I personally thought that this was an important thing uh, to say or to talk about. So the original tweet was this from Natalie. Um, you can follow her on Twitter. It's uh, at OHDaddyNat, N-A-T. Um, so here it is. This is the, her tweet. I know I just said I was living my best life downtown right now, but a homeless man told me he carved a hole into a block of spam to fuck it. I'm going home now. So the comments that uh, she received was some ha-ha-has and I'm pretty sure she also got some like that's disgusting and what the fuck like downtown's disgusting and shit but it allowed me to think of I, I just thought of like so many things but one central thing happened and it popped into my brain then with uh um with martina she uh on her blog it says um i'm emotional but i'm aware that was just the the caption that she put up there and it made me think. And then I read her blog post, uh, The Boy with the Gold Chain. Again, go check it out and read it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, my little brother hates me, dot blog. Um, so I just want to read one part of it. And it's the thing that made me think um, of this whole thing. Um, said, uh, okay, I lost control of the ability to hold back my tears and down they fell. There was a pain in my chest. A lump in my throat as if a softball was lodged in there. I thought it was so cute that I was that emotional. I couldn't control it. I wiped my eyes the best I could and I kissed him goodbye. As soon as he left the car, I put Saba on. The further away I drove, the harder I cried. Listening to the music helped me feel like I was still next to him. I got home and dove under the bed, found his bracelet and put it on as well as a shirt he left behind for me. The shirt was intentional, I swear. And started thinking about it and the two the, the 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 tweet with the spam and this a kind of aligned so here was the idea and the thought that came to my head how important is love and i know that sounds like a, a simple question but um love is if you were to ask 10 people what love is they are all going to say something different and it's more of like what you feel and what you need for you in order to feel whole, I, I, I guess. I mean, that would be one thing that I'm thinking of. But really thinking about it, the Martina was describing a situation where um, she had got to spend a few days with the guy that she had been talking to and she fell for him and the feelings were so real that when he left, she couldn't control her emotions and wanted him to stay so badly that it came out in a physical manifestation and it was pretty painful and sad for her whereas this other guy he put a hole in some spam and fucked it 
So how are these two in line, you may ask? Well, I feel like love is so important that we'll do anything and we'll look to anything to be able to get it, to keep it, to hold on to it. Us as humans are by design not meant to be alone. That's why Adam had Eve and so on and so forth. We are not meant to be alone in this world. And when we are, we feel like we're losing a bit of ourselves. We feel like we're lost because the world around us is moving and, and going forward while we're sitting there sad, lonely, and stagnant. We feel as though um, we can go on without somebody. I don't need a man. Oh, I don't need a girl. But the reality is we just might need somebody. Love is that strong and powerful to where we cry when someone leaves us and walks away, even if it's not a bad thing, you know, and it gets to a point where we could be so lonely that we put a hole in some spam and we fuck it just to feel something. You can't tell me with that idea that love is not important. We all know that love is important. That much is true. We don't really realize how important it is. We kind of just walk around this place looking for anything to try to feel something. Even when we're sad, we're looking for something or just someone to love us. And I think that that is very hauntingly beautiful in a sense. That as much as we can say, I need to love myself and need to heal myself, which is very true, we do. But then comes the question, how? How do we love ourselves? How do we give ourselves the ability to heal after our heart's been broken? How do we give ourselves the ability to be okay with not being okay? How do we give ourselves the ability to love ourselves when sometimes we don't feel like we love ourselves because other people kind of made us feel like we're not worthy of love? Or when we hurt other people, we take it so harsh. We, we, we're so harsh on ourselves because we hurt someone so badly that we just end up being lost. We end up being sad and we feel like we don't deserve love and then we attack ourselves or we do something harmful to ourselves in order to feel or mimic this feeling of love. And I find that to be extremely fascinating and sad. But what's the real answer to all of that? Like, how do we find love? What is love? What, how, where? <laughs> like, all of, the, all of it is really important. And I feel like this is the time where we need to really start establishing what is love, where love is. And I feel like love is always inside of us and it's here. We were born into this world filled with love, filled with it. Like we, all we know from the goo goo gagas and the whams is love. So when does, when is hate introduced? That's the thing that we have to like try to figure out because if we can pinpoint that moment when that switch of hate comes in, then maybe we can give more love out into the world and we won't be, you know, fucking blocks of spam just to feel something, you know? It's, I was saying this the other day to a friend as well. Um, we, sex is important and a lot of people can um, misconstrue sex for love and, it, you know, it could be a dangerous game, but we have the ability to masturbate you know we have that ability to do that and give us self-pleasure but what happens when that's not enough you know what i mean like yeah i'm pleasing myself and it feels good for this moment but everything that you're releasing at that moment when you have sex with somebody that moment of pure just ugh, and then you just want to cuddle you just want to hold that person you just want to feel continue to feel that person's energy 
like that is that's love you know that that is the form of it i guess because when we do it to ourselves we are feeling eh, like we feel good but it's not the same when it's with someone else so it is important in hindsight i guess to have love and to have someone there to love us and to I don't know, I'm just really just rambling on because it's just a lot of things that I was thinking about. But the main thing is that love is so important that we'll do anything to hold it and to obtain it, to keep it, um, even if it hurts us. Because without that person, without that thing that's given us that love, that attention, that joy, joy, you know, it we're just lost. We're just going crazy. I don't know. I thought it was something, uh, something really really inspiring i guess in a weird way so i guess my message out to everyone is find love be love give love share it you know it's it's all too important so i'm gonna close this podcast um with a joint off of Jaden's album uh this is summertime in paris this is also with his sister uh willow and hope you guys enjoy Was simple, it's all good till the crescendo. Till they wake up and switch, we ain't playing Nintendo. So I when the sun sets, I just stare at the window. Summertime is meant to fall in love. I could fall asleep and stare in your eyes. But that's all night. Summertime is meant to fall in love. I wrote you a poem for your surprise. It's right by your side.
Summertime in Paris by Jaden Smith and his sister Willow. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of the Reckless Effect podcast. Uh, I'm going to get out of here because it's a beautiful day out there and your boy got to go to work. Um, <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And again, just um, be the love that you want to receive. Give the love that you want to receive. Share the love that you want to receive. It can be very powerful and impactful. You have no idea what a simple hello to a stranger can do for the rest of their day. I mean, I smile and say hi to everybody. And every conversation that I have with someone new that I've never met before, I'm either enlightened or they leave enlightened. And it's a good and beautiful thing. Spread that. Share that be that. All right. And I'm out, you guys. Peace.